Hello, beautiful people. My name is Jonathan, and this is a podcast where I talk about how to live with less, give more, and love endlessly. With my rescue pup, Chester, I gave up life in New York City for a simpler life living out of a 1998 GMC Safari. We are traveling the country, raising money and awareness around the homelessness crisis while trying to break down stigmas on what it means to be homeless and shine light on the basic needs everyone should have access to. I believe if you spread love, happiness will naturally follow. This is Basic Needs. Last week, I got to tell you a little about myself and downsizing into a simpler life with less. It definitely wasn't easy, but it was completely necessary for me to grow into the person I am today. A happier, stronger, and healthier version of myself that I didn't even know to be possible. You see, when we push ourselves, anything is possible. Sometimes the only thing standing in our way is ourselves. We are our biggest critiques, our biggest doubters, and usually the biggest reason we don't do, wear, or feel what we want. We often overthink our decisions, wondering what others will think of them. We try on multiple outfits in the morning, hoping to find a presentable match. We stare at ourselves in the mirror, doing our hair and makeup for hours, making it look perfect. And most of the time, we change something before we go out because our thoughts consume our desire to just be ourselves. Social media is a powerful tool in many ways, but it also seems to confuse us on how to be ourselves because we're focused on trying to be others. I saw this post about a girl who was judging her outfit in the mirror. She was nervous, but she decided to step out anyway. I mean, she was only going to her car and one store. She not only received so many compliments on this outfit she had worn, but she felt motivated to make a video about it. She said something that stuck with me, and it was, there was only one person who made me feel less confident about my outfit all day. Me. Well, if that wasn't the most accurate thing. We are usually the only ones judging ourselves before giving others the opportunity to decide. We decide for them because it is easier than being faced with a difference of opinion. But ask yourself, how many people do you pass a day and how many people's outfits do you actually notice? Really, think about it. You don't go home scanning memories about a singular person's outfit unless it really stood out to you and how often does that happen? So why hyperanalyze your own flaws when you're just another outfit in the bunch? If you like something, wear it. For you. Not for compliments or attention, and definitely not so you can worry all day and change during your lunch break. They say there's strength in numbers, and people are thinking the same exact thing as you. So don't be afraid to wear what you want and acknowledge someone's outfit if you like it. I'm sure the compliment goes a long way for them, and it will actually help you feel better about yourself. It becomes easier once you become confident in yourself. Everything becomes easier when you become confident in yourself. Getting dressed, stepping out for the day, being present instead of living in an anxious state of wondering what others think. Live confidently and unapologetically, and don't let others bring you down. I like to think there's a fine line between confidence and cockiness, and I say, walk on it. I often tell my students, you need to know you are talented. Just don't let others know that you know. That's the line. Confidence not only allows us to be present with ourselves and our lives, but also allows us to go out of our way to be present with others. When you become present with yourself, you start to notice things you never had before. 
like what makes you happy, what fuels your fire, and ultimately where you need improvements. When I started being more present with myself, I noticed I was not a very patient person. I like to say I am, but as a fisherman, I would definitely rather cast and reel in all day than sit with a floating bobber. Without the time to focus on myself, I don't think I would have ever discovered this. I ran through life assuming I was just stressed with so many things going on. But as life took a pause and I committed to being alone, that impatience was a pretty highlighted part of my day. I was constantly rushing around and doing things so fast-paced just to get them done, and that is so instilled in my life, it gets me frustrated when I mess up or feel overwhelmed. I used to blow up or break things. Nothing major, but I've definitely slammed my phone into a wall and broken a wooden spoon out of frustration. When I'm alone, I often scream. I mean, that kind of helps, but it's not a healthy way of dealing with frustration. So now I scream on my own time, just to release. I drive down a highway, open up all the windows, and scream at the top of my lungs, which always results in me laughing at myself in the best way. If you can't laugh at yourself, you are taking yourself too seriously. Everyone needs to find moments to laugh at themselves, and whether you like it or not, you need to call yourself out. This ultimately makes it easier when others call us out. To deal with frustration now, I talk to myself. Instead of resulting to picking up my phone and calling the first name I see, or texting whoever I can get a hold of for advice, help, or just to calm down, I realized I give some pretty good advice. I've just never listened. I mean, think about how many times you've given others advice. It's not like you don't have the capacity to handle it. And it's not like others judge your advice when you give it to them. They often accept it, or at least use it to help them come to a conclusion. So don't sell yourself short and try to listen to yourself next time you need help. I started listening to myself and rationalizing in ways I've only done with other people. I found this new way of walking away for a second when my pride was too strong to do it in the past. Telling myself to breathe when I easily would have allowed myself to get worked up. And actually running through options, out loud, with myself. Problem solving, stress relieving, and even anxiety attacks became easier to manage, all alone. It's the least lonely I've ever felt in my life. It's the least lonely I've ever felt in my entire life because I realized I was never really alone. I just didn't know how much I could offer myself. I cannot stress this enough. When we silence the need for others, we notice a lot about ourselves. And then we grow. We never really stop growing. The shells we embody may reach their peak as we become adults, but that never stops internal growth. I feel like we experience that until the day we die. If we stop growing, we are accepting there is no longer anything we need to learn. But discoveries like self-worth, acceptance for others or their beliefs, and spreading love can never really be capped off. I mean, who's to say we have mastered the ability? Who's to say we even know how to love properly? Or spread that love, for that matter? When we truly love ourselves, we don't doubt our abilities, we don't question our choices, and we certainly don't search for validation. But we also accept there is room for growth. 
Growth in ourselves allows us to shut out the need for others' approvals to be happy. Our happiness comes from us, and we are the only ones who can provide us with a settled mind. How often do you stare in the mirror wishing you saw something different? How often do you find yourself scrolling through social media wishing you had someone else's life? How often do the opinions of others set you off in a way that you cannot understand? Maybe it shrouds your confidence a little or prevents you from being so passionate about what you are talking about. Or maybe it actually causes you to fight back because you don't agree. Learning to accept people and their opinions is something I am still working on myself, but I do feel I have a firm grasp on understanding why people feel differently than I do. That is a huge step into acceptance. But how does that tie into ourselves? You know, accepting others. Well, haven't you ever had a very strong opinion on something? Haven't you been raised a certain way to believe what you believe? Maybe something you experienced holds this belief close to your heart and no one can sway your decision. That is exactly how other people feel. The only way to truly accept others is by truly accepting yourself. Stand true to what you believe. Understand that as long as you are a good person and standing on moral values, you can only advocate, not discriminate. I think we all know discrimination, racism, brutality, and inhumanity exist. These are not differences of opinion. These are terrible values and not what I'm referring to here. But also, we cannot change how people were raised. No amount of arguing or berating will change someone's upbringing. It is actually lost energy to fight back. That's something we need to accept in order to not be shaken on our own moral values. Once again, we can advocate, but we cannot discriminate because then we become this version of society that we do not want to be. Advocate for what is right, what is moral, and what we as a human race should be moving forward to. Human rights, humanity, a safer, happier future for all. It's so important that we move forward into a better version of society, one where people aren't so focused on things that don't actually matter, like other people's opinions of our clothes, makeup, hair, or other superficial nonsense. Don't let the opinions of others prevent you from singing your favorite song and posting it online. Don't let society tell you you shouldn't leave your job and buy a van because of healthcare or a retirement fund or a full-time job. Don't let anyone, including your family, stop you from being with the person you want to be with or becoming the person you want to be. And definitely don't let others' bigotry force you into becoming a bigoted person. This is the version of society that has kept us trapped in our shells, afraid of taking risks, of, of taking leaps of faith, and also afraid of approaching others. I can't tell you how embarrassed I used to be based on how I looked. Until I realized it didn't matter. I still had friends, family, a job. Nothing prevented me from existing or being a good person. It only prevented me from actively spreading love. I was afraid to compliment others because I couldn't even compliment myself. I was so nervous to talk to people I didn't know because I was worried how they'd perceive my outer being, rather than understanding that my inner being is what has gotten me this far. My inner ability to love, accept, and care for others has brought me good friends, not what I look like. When I realized that, 
I realized I had so much more to offer, not only myself, but also to others. I am able to feel more confident about my choices and look people in the eye when I talk to them. I can enjoy time spent alone and put myself out there more when it comes to meeting strangers. I walk into a room not to make a presence, but to welcome connections with open energy. Whereas before, I was always on the hunt to be liked. Often trying to be the center of attention, looking for validation, or pretending to be something I was not just to fit in. I'm sure we all have felt or still feel that way when we enter an unknown space. We scope out the room to see if anyone notices us. You wait for a compliment or for someone to approach you, hoping someone gives you eye contact or attention, but what if you flip the script? What if when you walk into a room, instead of searching, you ask yourself who deserves to be in my space? Who would compliment my energy? Maybe I won't make a friend, and that's okay because I'm not going to latch on to the idea of someone liking me. Rather, I'm going to latch on to the idea that I am here for me. I'm here to have fun, spread positive energy, and if anyone compliments me, I would have made a real connection. You see, this idea that we need to always make a friend or fit someone else's mold, someone else's version of interesting or beautiful, it's insane. Everyone sees interesting or beauty differently. So ask yourself what you find interesting. What do you find beautiful? Don't search to fit into someone else's life when I promise people will make room to be in yours for the right reasons. Not because you were fake and trying too hard, but because you allowed yourself to be real and present. Living your truth is so important and it comes with self-love. Also, this isn't saying don't walk up to someone to talk to them, but don't latch onto the idea of being somewhere to meet someone. Just be open and receptive at all moments to receive anything that comes your way, and I promise, opportunities are out there more than we think. We often distract ourselves on our phones, putting headphones in or making excuses not to look around for fear of being perceived as someone who is alone. But why is that an issue? Why is it a problem to sit, do nothing, and observe? Nature, people, life, everything as it goes by in front of us. They say life is what happens when you're busy making plans, and I could not agree more. So many connections I've made in life have been when I was alone and observing or listening. Missed connections are easy to come by when we are constantly distracting ourselves from life. We often think we have to search for things like relationships or connections, but I promise they find us when we least expect it. While you're face down in your phone, somebody could be trying to make eye contact. While you have your headphones on, someone could be trying to compliment you. When you are distracting yourself, you're missing out on opportunities to spread and accept love. Love should be easy. Constantly overthinking about how we look and if we're impressing others isn't love. It's actually self-deprivation. You are denying yourself the desires of feeling how you want to feel. You're stifling your ability to live in the moment because you're thinking about the future. The what if they don't like me? The what if I say something embarrassing? But what if you started to love yourself? How do you think that would make others feel? 
People often glow in an unexplainable way when they see beauty in a sunset or in their favorite cup of coffee, when they talk about something that they have passion for. It's the same type of glow that comes from people who love themselves. Their eyes light up when they're in conversation and their style flourishes. People typically want to be around their energies because it's contagious. It's contagious to love. And starting with yourself is easier than we think. Find little ways to remind yourself you are beautiful. Maybe you find beauty in the way you talk to your dog. That often makes me smile. Maybe it's in your art or the way you dress yourself. Maybe your beauty is in how well you listen to people. Once again, beauty doesn't always come from what's on the outside. When you look in the mirror, force yourself to smile, even if you don't like what you see. It sounds crazy, but this actually triggers dopamine and serotonin, which makes us feel happy and less stressed. It's an easy tactic to get your brain into liking what it sees. Doing this every morning will kickstart your day in a better mood. Sometimes I leave notes for myself, especially if there's a lot on my mind or I have a big day. Leave those notes on your mirror or your side table or your coffee maker so you have something to look forward to in the morning. Something to read to remind yourself you are beautiful or you're going to kill it today. Or simply breathe. Notes like these help us remember that we are not alone, even if it's just ourselves writing the notes, it still triggers a level of positive thinking. Positive thinking doesn't happen on its own, and we have to actively work toward a better outlook, even in our darkest times. Not every day is filled with happiness, but there should be happiness in every day. Mine is my dog's cuddles as soon as he knows I'm awake and he's ready to go outside. I find another in my first cup of coffee, sometimes leading into my second or third. But happiness comes every time I take a sip. I find happiness when I write. It usually motivates me to realize things I wouldn't have otherwise realized. Now I look in the mirror and love what I see or can go days at a time without giving it thought because I don't care about others' opinions. Being presentable becomes easier when you're conscious of your personal and mental health at all times. It's definitely an uphill battle. The climb to the top seems impossible, especially when you are stuck at the bottom safe in the grass. That's comfort. And sometimes it prevents us from being happy. It forces us to stay at a job because we invested time and money, energy to go to college and get a degree, to stay in a relationship for the sake of years spent together, or staying in a house or apartment you can't afford because parting with your belongings is too much to comprehend. All of these things become easier as you start to climb this hill or mountain of self-discovery. Love pushes our boundaries. It wakes us up in the morning with a spring in our step. It gets us up and out of the grass, leaving our picnic blanket behind with whatever or whoever wants to stay. And it makes us realize our potential. I'm happy to be at the top of that mountain right now. But one thing no one tells us is there's always a taller mountain on the other side. There's so much more beyond what we see at the bottom of the hill. And until you start to climb, you will never know the beauty that's waiting for you on the other side. And that's love. Thank you for joining me this week for Basic Needs, learning how to live with less, give more, and love endlessly. Basic Needs is produced by Jonathan Jacob with sound engineer Elizabeth Moore and original music composed by Tyler Grove.